You were fording rivers and enforcing imminent domain, but now you've died of dysentery, and there's only 30 minutes till game. 30, 30 minutes, minutes till game. game! I'm Paul. And I'm Angel. We're a couple of siblings who've been playing tabletop role-playing games since the early 90s. And we'll be using our randomized table to help you build a game in 30 minutes, or it's free. Oh, Boggins, was I supposed to go get mine? No. And that's right, no, I couldn't remember what it was called. No, I'm good. All right. So, Angel, what are we rolling today? Sorry. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but really, who are we rolling today? Today I'm going to be rolling my Tiger's Eye dice that you got me for my birthday three years ago. Who? You did. Wait, was it your wonderful brother who got that for you for your birthday? It was my brother. I don't know about wonderful. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> These are some of my favorite dice, and I am never allowed to use them when I'm DMing because my players think they're loaded. They're not. They're just natural natural stone dice, so they're probably not totally balanced. They don't roll a single 20 for me when I'm a player, but they rolled three 20s in a row when I was DMing, so let's see what they do for me today. Anyways, these are the Tiger's Eye dice from Cave Loot. And that is going to be a 10, which we've already done, so... Meh. Meh. 12. Ba, 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 steampunk. Ooh. Steampunk. It's always so surprising how dirty everyone looks in steampunk. You'd think they'd have wonderful skin. You would think that. I'm actually playing a very wonderful kind of steampunky alternate reality game. A friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine, it uses a trading card or a playing card deck to, instead of any kind of dice rolls, you actually do kind of like an almost tarot reading-esque thing to find out like what your character's life was like. So you don't really, I mean, you can build whatever character you want. You don't get to choose what their life was like. So it's very interesting and it's a lot of fun so far. That does sound really neat. Yeah, I wish I'd had more time to play. It's Malifaux. That's what it is, Malifaux. Malifaux, okay. Yeah, look that up. It's fun. All right, so that's our setting is going to be steampunk, not Malifaux, although you, I'm sure you could do this in the world of Malifaux. Use any system you want. We're not here to judge you, mostly. We're, We're not, not the TTRPG police. All right, number two, city. So standard city. Okay. Our conflict today is going to be... Number... Social. <laughs> no, not this time. <laughs> uh, it's Catastrophe. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Catastrophe in a steampunk city is kind of a... We got a lot... It's, it's a fertile field to, to work with. Challenges. Yeah, one of those boilers goes. Ooh. One of the valves doesn't close properly. A steam trap gets clogged up and all of a sudden you've got 400 psi worth of boiling hot water that's going to pop up through your streets speaking of uh challenging our challenge came up six which means i have to roll twice so it is going to be puzzles and a time limit are you okay there on second thought i might keep that dumbass laugh in do you need a moist towelette no no i do not that was just <laughs> Because my first thought, my first thought as soon as you said puzzle, is like, oh, it's motherfucking Pipe Dream. <laughs> oh, yes. It's Pipe it's Dream. It's Pipe Dream. It's Pipe Dream. You've got a time limit and we got a puzzle with Steampunk. Steampunk City Pipe Puzzle Time Limit. Listen, listen, GMs, if you don't take this concept and make a Pipe Dreams one shot... I'm disowning all of you. Oh my god. I, I'll, I will be incredibly disappointed. Then you have to message us 
you don't have to make a puzzle. You don't have to make a puzzle. No. You don't. You just cut out shapes. You just cut out shapes of pipes and you can provide that to your players. Make sure that you have copies of the same pipes so that as you're setting this up, you have your, your timer set every like 10 seconds or so. Put one of your filled pipe pieces over one of the pieces that they placed already. If they don't get that next one set down, and then GMs, you have to message us and tell us how long it took your players to figure out that you just made them play two hours worth of pipe dream. All right, so what's our stick? Our stick is natural. I don't know, natural, like say maybe water going through a pipe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and the maybe. carrot uh, is going to be story or lore, which is kind of a weird thing. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. So like in all seriousness, it's... Although I highly recommend using Pipe Dream as your, your one of your puzzles. Uh, we can't just make this Pipe Dream the game, or Pipe Dream the, the tabletop game. No, no you can't. Although I'm pretty sure that there is actually a card game. I remember distinctly playing it as a kid. Wait, you're not thinking about 24, are you? 24? Yeah, remember the multiplication game? Oh, no, I do remember that, though. No, it was literally Pipe Dream, the game. Like, it was playing card-sized cards that had a picture of a pipe on them. Oh, okay. I probably remember it somewhere back in the dusty corners of my memory palace. Memory palace, okay. Memory storage unit, okay. Ah, yes, yes. With steampunk, I'm really feeling Modrons. Modrons? Yeah, Modrons are, at least in Forgotten Realms, Modrons are from the plane of order, I believe. Okay. Brendan Lee Mulligan would come in here and kick me in the face if I was wrong, so... Oh, shit! No. <laughs> okay. I'm almost certain that Modrons are from the plane of order. They are very strict mechanized constructs or mechanized extraplanar beings that are basically clockwork people, more or less. They've built a clockwork city. They're all spheres and rhombuses, trapezoid. They have one big eye, tiny little mouth, tiny little wings. They're very interesting and have a really, really kind of fucked up history where they will just plant down a city in the middle middle of nowhere and just start making everything orderly and by everything I mean all chaos is wiped out oh no uh, either on that plane or until they are pushed back and then they find somewhere else to go do it so every blade of grass is like in a single file again I may be wrong I may be misremembering but that's what I pulled up no, Brandon, not again. Like I said, they do big clockwork cities. And so I'm thinking, what if this is a city in the plane of air? Okay. Because if we're looking at lore, this could be a flying steampunk city in the plane of air that's powered by where something has forced together like a water elemental and a fire elemental and it's powering the steam for the entire place. And if we're looking at lore, that can then flesh out into maybe these two elementals didn't used to be fire and water, like they were lovers or something. And now they are forced together to hurt each other. That's kind of dark, but you know, that's lore for you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's real dark. Yeah. So what's our natural catastrophe then that's going to set our time limit? With steampunk, again, I've really got to think we're looking at a pressure problem. One of the major valves have gotten stuck or a valve array deep within the bowels of the city have gotten stuck and the players are going to have to make their way down into the city undercroft to try to repair this or clear the way so that other technicians can repair it. Because no one's going to expect a group of random adventurers to have the mechanical know-how and engineering to be able to just 
know how to fix this right off the bat. Not right on Jump Street. Right. But if they help to clear the way, again, this is where we could pull lore in. Maybe creatures from other planes knowing whatever's at the heart of this powering it could be, again, our part of our lore where things from its native plane are coming in to try to rescue it. And that's what happened to the engineers that were down there in the first place trying to keep everything together. They sent up messages on radio or through speaking tubes. They just heard a lot of screaming and people were you know, oh. being attacked in the Undercroft. And so they're like, oh, we need to have bodyguards come down with us so we can fix this place. Otherwise, this whole air city is going to explode or drop right out of the sky and just plummet forever. So there's our catastrophe. Where's our natural, though? Because although steam, of course, is natural, what is attacking the city that is natural? Are we thinking insects? Are we thinking maybe it's in the way of a storm? Maybe birds or... Oh, yes. Okay, that's good. Again, pulling back to the plane of air. So whatever is powering the city is failing somehow in some way shape or form it's failing either one of the waves of whatever is trying to rescue the power source which could even be a trapped plane of air creature that just naturally produces steam steam dragon or something along those lines okay its children keep coming back to try to rescue their mother or something along those lines and they manage to break her free okay but there's enough steam left in the reservoirs to be able to pilot around this giant mountain-sized hurricane that we're heading directly toward and if you can just reroute those pipes, but when these dragonlings came in to try to rescue their mother or, again, whatever is depths of this city that's powering it, it left their minions behind or they're still in the process of breaking free. And so you have to fight through creatures or get around bursting steam pipes and trap, quote-unquote traps, that are blocking the way to prevent the engineers from getting down there and fixing this. So I feel like maybe we could have our first challenge here could be like kind of a skill challenge or a skill challenge leading into a potential fight because you're trying to get through the busted up remains of the Undercity while dodging dragonlings, bursting steam pipes, and potentially trying to rescue as many citizens as you can along the way because there's going to be technicians and stuff probably trapped down there. I think our first encounter is going to have to be them on the street level, basically, and everyone battening down the hatches for them to be able to turn the city away from the hurricane. Okay. And then everything kind of pops off. That's where we can incorporate our pipe dream puzzle where we have to redirect the steam in a certain way and you know some of these pipes have bust because of the strain the system was under can you help us put them back together and either if you're on a digital game you can make those pipes either by drawing them in ms paint or on your ipad or you know whatever tools you have available to you or you can use cards like little note cards if you're doing an in-person game uh, just give your players something to play with right. and see like what's how that's going to to work out so that can be kind of your your first challenge is doing this puzzle this first puzzle Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I just had a... Uh, oh, an epiphany? I just had a spark. Because uh, apparently this is the only place my brain's at. Not a steam dragon. A steam frog. I like it. I like a steam frog. Like a giant, boiling hot, bulbous sort of... Like a Pac-Man frog. Like a Pac-Man frog. One of the big, like... Yeah, or a pixie. Or a pixie toad. Beefy boys. With a big mouth. Those are both large frogs. Have I shown you pictures of my Pac-Man frog? No, you'll have to show me. His name is the lasagna. <laughs> His name is the lasagna? The lasagna. Do you have pictures handy? Not right now, but I'll send you one after we're done recording. Okay, fine. Ugh, don't show me your pets. <laughs> 
Um, but no, and so just to prevent themselves from bursting, they are constantly having to burp out steam. Right. It's been trapped here, powering this city for several hundred years or something like that. For the first couple hundred years, it tried to break free. Just every now and again, you would just hear it clanging around down there, but they've, they've got like adamantine chains on it. It's fine. It's fine. Then it calmed down and they assume like, oh, well, we feed it. We were constantly tossing more combustible material down there for it to eat. So we figure it's just, it's gotten used to this. No, it's been laying eggs. <laughs> it's been laying eggs and the pipes are starting to fill up with those eggs. Oh no. And now as the city is trying to avoid these huge hurricanes, that's when all the, the pipes have finally gotten to a point where they can no longer handle putting out this much pressure while being stuffed full of all these steam frog eggs. Right. And as they burst and start you know, spraying steam everywhere, people are getting burned and the city tilts and you know, twisting in the wind. You can no longer control it properly. The, that escaping steam actually allows some of those eggs to hatch. They grow surprisingly quickly and you suddenly have these softball-sized steamy frogs belching little bursts of uh, breath weapon steam at you while you're also trying to redirect some of the pipes, use our pipe dream puzzle, to try and provide some sort of navigation back to the city. Right. Before then going back down and handling the fact that the primary control systems or the primary power systems are offline, giving us our countdown. You'd be able to help the engineers to put the pipes back together so that the city doesn't crash, but you can't steer. That's when you can go down into the belly of the city to repair the actual control mechanisms and the actual propulsion and such so you can turn the city and not hit this hurricane. Unless you had something you wanted to add, I just... <laughs> no, I mean, that all sounds great. I've been talking for the past, like, half an hour. <laughs> like, listen, you had a great idea there. I love the idea of the steam frog. I want a steam frog. And especially, like, a little baby steam frog. It's like a softball-sized thing. I know. Little bursts of, you know, 400-degree water vapor. Yeah, because 1d4 of damage gets to be real bad when you have 20 of them around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, obviously, since this is this would be something that's taking place in the plane of air or equivalent right, for... Right, of course. Uh, any given system. I would definitely say this is something that's more for between level 5 to level 9 characters for this one shot. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Uh, so some, something that's got a little bit more beef. You don't want to be putting first level characters out in the middle of just open air everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do? They're, they're going <laughs> to fall. They're going to fall. They fall down, go boom. That's the problem. They don't. They just keep falling. Oh yeah, no, they don't. They just keep <laughs> falling. They just keep falling. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, and then we're running into our lore and from there, the city magistrator calls the engineers in, calls the players in, lets them know that we're not the only city that's powered by a steam frog. We have sister cities oh. that may be going through this right now as well. Could be already crashing right now. We have no idea. It, it's been X amount of time since we've been in contact with them. Oh, We haven't heard about them from the trading routes. I have an idea. What if part of the lore they get is that the steam frog was found by explorers in the wreckage of the city as a baby and they don't know how it got there oh. and they don't know where it came from they're just like oh well this is a cute little creature i bet it would be great for powering stuff and so they bring it back to yeah. their city and lo and behold they reproduce through parthenogenesis and it's just making babies that are clones of itself and filling up the steam pipes with eggs oh my goodness so there there's some of 
your lore is that they talk about how they, they found this on a derelict airship or a derelict city that was just floating through the planes. Oh, that is fun. Now, of course, we got to stat up steam frogs. Yep, that would be a that would be a good idea of something to throw on the Patreon. Because we'd have steam frog tiny, steam frog medium, steam frog gargantuan. Because I'm I'm just imagining this twenty by twenty frog. You know, right. Just this. Just oh big no, chunkus. that's too big. That's. Oh, that would be... Oh, you know, that's a four square. That's fine. This is huge chonkus of a boy. Very large boy. That came together really nicely. I think so. I, I always think that some of these are going to stump us. You know? I always... I'm like, oh, there'll be one. There'll be one that we can't figure out what we're going to do with it. My fear more than that is that we're going to get one that's just so good that, like, in ten minutes we put it together and, like, well, that's the whole episode. Enjoy, folks! I mean, hell, these last two, we almost did. Yeah, they both came together really well. These last two came together real, real smooth. But that just means there's even more meat on the bone that our game masters can help to produce. I mean, we're just giving you bare bones. We're yep. really just trying to provide you with some good, quick ideas. Yep. You can slap some monsters together, slap together a couple of skill challenges, find a NPC generator online. Put a couple people in there, add in a couple of points of interest for your players and a couple of things for them to interact with and some more breadcrumbs for them to find something else. And you've got a great game. You've got you've got at least two, three, four hours worth of uh, entertainment Absolutely. for uh, children eight and above. <laughs> if they can math, they can game. A City Called Sky. Hey, Andy, did you get those lines switched over? I did, but... Man, these valves seem to be getting harder and harder to turn lately. Have you noticed that? I did. I thought it was just me. These toggles have been sticking, too. I'll have to call in a maintenance report. Wait. Turn the news up, would you? That sounds important. Onlookers have been reporting this morning as to the state of the elemental migration detected last week. The Maelstrom has moved in between our city and the West Zeit outpost and is currently developing into a storm of significant magnitude. All citizens, please brace for citywide evasive maneuvers and secure your homes. Further announcements and safety measures to follow. Well, that's just great, huh? Last rung of the ladder and last to know what's going on. We better open up the tertiary supply valves just in case navigation needs some extra pressure, yeah? Okay, together on three. One, two... Three! Uh, that sounds wrong. Damn, close it back! Ah, it's hot! Pressure spiking! We're redlining! Quick, get to the purge! We have to- or at least entertained. You can find us on Twitter at 30minutes2game. That's 30minutes2game. Send us questions or ideas at 30minutes2game at gmail.com or fund our quest at patreon.com slash 30minutes2game. And remember, when confronted with an illithid, they can't take your brain if you don't have one to begin with. We'll see you next week. <laughs>